This week, I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a John Wick Chapter 2? This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week, we are discussing uh, one of the first sequels we've done in a while. Uh, We did T2. But we never did the first one. I guess what I'm saying is we're actually following up an episode we did earlier with its sequel now. Oh, I guess you're forgetting that, like, month that we did all the Star Wars movies at my insistence. Yeah, and they were, like, sequels of sequels of sequels of sequels. Also, just a month? And also... (laughs) Wasn't that just... A year of our lives? Yeah, that took forever. And some of them were technically prequels, which means that the first ones that we watched became sequels. Correct. Retroactively. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I realize that Phantom Menace actually structurally follows a lot off of Return of the Jedi rather than A New Hope, as which a lot of people insist. Let me break it down for you real quick. Let me stop you, and let's (laughs) just get to the important things. This week, we're discussing 2017's John Wick Two. Chapter two. That's the right. the sequel. Yeah. Heads yeah. were left unshot. This time it's still personal. Yeah. Soup's personal. This time it's personaler. Yeah. D- dumb and dumber too. But the dog's gonna be okay though. And it's spelled T T O. Is that is that really what it is? <laughs> yeah. When that movie did, came yeah. out. Oh yeah. So they they ripped off Teen Wolf too. Correct. Yeah. So it's Dumb and Dumber also. Correct. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, but it's not also. It's just T O. So it's the verb. Oh, yeah. got yeah. it. So it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that like? They did a weird like prequel sequel where oh, they're in high school when yeah. uh, when Harry met Lloyd. That's what right. it was with yeah, Eugene yeah. Levy as like the principal or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, never saw it. Didn't Eugene Levy play nerdy authority figures in everything after American Pie came out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's yes. true. For that was solid blocks of cash. He did that. <laughs> I mean, good for him, yeah, right? Because yeah. he can take that back to Canada and turn that into double the amounts of blocks of cash. Yeah. That's true. And then he can turn that into buck of beers and pot. <laughs> Guys, can we just steal Eugene Levy's career? Because that sounds great. <laughs> I mean, I would love to steal really any of the... Uh, I, no, I guess he wasn't really Second City. He was like Second City adjacent. Where no, did he was, was Second City? Was he was movies. on... Well, and he was, was he on, on SCTV? SCTV. Yeah, he's one of the founding members. Really? Oh, I have shit. no memory of him being on SCTV. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is hurting me. Oh, Ooh. no, no. Yeah, he's one of the founding members. God damn. Nice. Yeah. And he... Because he was in that legendary Godspell cast with like Gilda Radner mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Schaefer and a lot of those uh, uh, guys... That eventually went on to do either SNL or SCTV. Yeah. Sure. Man. But more importantly, John Wick 2. Electric Boogaloo. The Killing. Guns. So quiet. John Wick 2 begins, like all movies do, with a motorcycle rider being flung from his bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, John Wick 2 begins with a rad uh, 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 car V motorcycle chase throughout New York City. uh, Where John Wick is just like... Chasing this dude throughout. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then they end up at uh, 
Where do they end up? Well, he's chasing him to get his, like, key cards to get into this, like, illegal car smuggling yeah. drug den. That's well, right. He eventually gets the motorcycle to, like, run into the door and die. And then he, he just gets out and gets him. I don't think they're anywhere cool or specific at that time. They're just, right. like, in a block. He takes, like, a, one, of those, uh, one of those big fancy, like, poker chips they use in Casino Royales. Where it's like a big rectangle yeah. instead of like a circle. Oh, God, it yeah. makes those really good clicky noises, though. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Uh, and then he gets to go to uh, uh, the taxi depot, I guess? Yeah, because yeah, uh, fucking Christopher Lloyd is there and uh, Danny DeVito's giving him some trouble. Right. Uh, there's a wacky mechanic who is uh, just a deeply uncomfortable, culturally insensitive caricature. Sure, and then Tony Taxi. Shows I was going to say Taxi. We're doing the, the TV <laughs> yeah, show Taxi. Good show. <laughs> Albert Brooks. Love that show. Right? Albert Brooks? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, James L. Brooks. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's this weird crime warehouse in New York that seems their whole deal is that they uh, seem to be arms dealing, drug smuggling, and gold brick smuggling in, in, the, in taxi cabs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a smart, Patrick, as you pointed out, it's a very smart way to do business uh, because once you're done emptying out the cabs, you still got cabs. Yeah. I'm going to disagree with that. I'm going to remind everybody in this room and listening that there is a TV program specifically called Taxi Cab Confessions. If you're expecting your drivers to stay quiet about this enormous smuggling ring. Yeah, You've chosen the wrong profession to do so. All those confessions come out of the back seat, man. Also, that's even more money. <laughs> Getting that sweet yeah, HBO but... deal? I bet that HBO buys half the drugs. And then they're just spending all that money on that fucking taxi cab game show. Yeah, right. That's true. Cash cab. Yeah, well, I mean, where do you think I got all the money to green roll early hits like Arliss? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, in, in Cash Cab, uh, the cash prize was fine. You know, it was nice to have. But getting kicked out of a cab in New York and having to hail down another one, that's the real threat of loss. Yeah, true fact. That's true. Yeah, you got to get another cab. Like, like can, I, can I just pay you the difference and you just... Finish out the fare, please. No, they don't have a license for God that. God damn they it. They actually do not have a license to drive you from a place it's true. to another place. I'll bet that dude does not have a yeah. medallion. There's no way that Cash Cab had a medallion. <laughs> oh, no way. Those medallions cost more than the amount of money they ever gave away. Those medallions are more powerful than the markers. That is a call-ahead reference to a plot point we'll explain later. True facts. Yeah, so uh, we see uh, we meet uh, Peter Stormare. He is the brother of, the, of Vigo, the bad guy from the previous John Wick. He's Vigo. You're like the buzzing of flies to him. He's the scourge of Carpathia. <laughs> uh, well, this is his brother. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Who seems to be a, a reasonable businessman by all rights. He is smaller and somehow much wetter. Yes. Well, very greasy. But again, it is Peter Stormare who right. is always small and wet. Yeah, well, it's Eastern Europe. You get the same amount of hair grease regardless of the size of man you are. Yes, That's how rationing worked in the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah, it was given to you at birth. You're right. You just slowly work it down. Uh, so, yeah, basically they're they're getting everything out of the warehouse because they are aware, they know that John Wick is coming. He's going to end what he started in the first John Wick. 
So this move, whole movie, the beginning, while he's explaining what's going on, again, uh, John Wick, man of focus and intense will. I saw a man, he does like the whole, I, got, he's, I saw he killed three men with a, and the guy cuts him off. And he's like, with a pencil, we know. Yeah. <laughs> but then his response is like, who does that? <laughs> it's great, and it's an incredibly efficient way of delivering exposition. I, yeah, Because he says like, he, you know, he killed my brother and my nephew because they stole his car and killed his puppy. We have his stolen car. You think he's just gonna stop? Yeah, that's the guy's like, why don't we just give him back the car? And he's like, do you think he's gonna stop? Yeah, it, it, it fundamentally <laughs> doesn't work that way. Killed like 200 people already. <laughs> and while while he's telling the story to his, uh, his like, goon. Mustachioed goon in chief. Yeah. Uh, John Wick is infiltrating the uh, the crime warehouse, doing all sorts of uh, hand-to-hand combat submissions and murders, so as not yeah. to raise any alarms. Yeah, it's right. a stealth mission. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. keeping it. He's keeping it quiet. Yeah, he's not getting any of those red exclamation marks popping up over his head. Right. That's true. He's but not... if you manage to shoot the red exclamation point with a trank, it uh, instantly stuns the guard. Does anybody cool know Easter egg. what the name of that weapon he has is? The like uh, wire between. Two ba- oh, a garage, a garage, yeah, yeah. or yeah. piano wire. Piano wire, usually, yeah, but I don't know that it's piano. Wire. I think if you use it as a weapon, it's a garage. Uh, yeah, but if you use it in music making, it's piano wire. <laughs> That's true. Like uh, officer, it's not what it looks like. Blum, 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 blum. See, it's just a piano wire. What? Ignore the neck that's hanging <laughs> on the other end of it. Oh man, I, I need to get it him taught. Piano. You need to get it taught to get a note out of it. <laughs> right. You can't just do it flaccid. No. All right, all right. That makes that that makes sense. That makes sense. One more thing. Just one more thing. Play me a nice tune. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Uh. Bling 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 And you know what you're right it was unfair of me to put you on the spot like that you have a great evening it's it's sounding better it's sounding better Thank you I taught myself Oh cuz it's taught yeah, I got it. Yeah, also, good. I've had hundreds of lessons. Also, I'm murdering this guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, John Wick kind of moves his way through. Uh, eventually, he finds his car. He pulls the big, uh, the big tar- sheet off. Big, it. Yeah, yeah, the big car condom off the top of it. Gets inside yeah, of it. No glove, no love, buddy. Yeah, true fact. Drive safe. He does not. No, he immediately <laughs> turns his car on and just starts. Uh, he tries to escape. He tries to escape. He's not immediately out the door just GTAing people. Right. Like that takes a minute. People start showing up and getting in his way. Yeah, they and start GTAing him. Right. And right. That, that that's kind of the the crux of why this character works so well is uh, he never asked for this. He just wants to go home with his car. He retired. Like anytime he is he like is forced to do something, he is very clearly being forced to do it. Right. He he just doesn't want to. He's so exasperated (laughs) at having to murder. Yeah. All things considered, he'd rather be at home listening to all things considered. Right. Yeah, catching up on the news of the day. Yeah. Instead. Yeah, and then Man, he listens to I really to hope one... that David Sedaris is doing one of his character pieces. I know a lot of people tune in for, you know, his biographical stories, but I don't know, man. His character work. Hey, it's so good. Bad news, John and NPR fans. <laughs> biographical work isn't exactly what we're calling that anymore. 
But I learned so much about Amy Sedaris through his writing. Are you telling me those were lie stories? <laughs> they very well may have oh, been. Oh, no. <laughs> but what about all that stuff he did when he was Santa's elf? Also probably lies. But what about his brother called The Rooster? Very well written. Probably lies. But they Guys. wrote that. Allison Chains wrote that song about him. <laughs> Guys, it turns out his dad is still alive. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so John Wick, uh, yeah, his car is immediately beset by multiple other cars smashing yeah. into multiple it. Multiple other taxi cans. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It turns into a real, uh, like, a demolition derby. Yeah, yeah. a real twisted metal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, eventually John Wick's car is pinned, so he has to get out and start fighting goons hand to hand. Right. Uh, John Wick in this movie, he's uh, in the week that has elapsed since the end of John Wick 1 and John Wick 2's beginning. Uh, he's kind of uh, updated his hand to hand fighting style to be mostly judo chops to necks. He does have a lot of judo chops. Super great. <laughs> uh, he does a lot of Black Widow style jumping on guys' necks and snapping them yeah. with his legs. Yeah. Uh, lots of punching, lots of kicking, and they just keep cutting back to Peter Stormhair listening to the carnage get closer and closer to his office. Right. Yeah. Until the, finally it's just footsteps walking down his hallway. Well, that's after he beats up the uh, obligatory giant Russian mini boss yeah. that has to show up. <laughs> Who gets shot twice in the shins. Yeah, like right in the kneecaps, Whoa, I think. Yeah, yeah. that hurts. Uh, but then, yeah, he walks up the walks up into Peter Stormare's office, and Peter Stormare's like, oh, no, what are you doing? Uh, John Wick pours very quietly two cups of vodka. Assuming vodka, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a clear liquor. Yeah. It was either that or gin. I mean, seeing that they're Russian, I'm going to go stereotype yeah, and assume vodka. it's yeah. vodka. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably the best Russian vodka, Svedka. Svedka. Yeah. John, don't laugh. Also, it's it... the Russia of, it's the favorite vodka of the year 2030. <laughs> they have robots. They do have robots. I could be wrong, but isn't Svedka a Swedish vodka? Shut up. <laughs> All I know about it is that for a while it came in bubblegum and cotton candy flavors, and that is fucking unacceptable. Yeah, no, Putin wouldn't have approved of that. Uh, you're you're probably right. Svedka. <laughs> I think most Russian vodka just comes in a clear, unlabeled bottle. <laughs> right, right. Like a skull on it or something <laughs> like that. No, that's Crystal Skull. That's a Canadian vodka. No, that's where the bottle is the skull. <laughs> <laughs> but first, you can't drink it without watching the 20-minute Dan Aykroyd infomercial. <laughs> I swear, it is the Best performance of Dan Aykroyd's entire career. Nice. Yeah, it is unrivaled in the canon of Aykroyd. (laughs) Well, because it basically is Ghostbusters three. It's the closest we'll ever get (laughs) until until Jason Reitman finishes up his script. That's gonna give it back to the fans, i.e., white men. Well, I remember distinctly when that movie came out. What with all the ladies in it, and it turned out to be fine. All of the, they came to my house and they took away all my Ghostbusters. <laughs> True facts. And I was like, but I'm a fan. And they said, we know. Yeah, and then they smacked him right in the mouth. <laughs> so I've been writing Jason Reitman and being like, hey, why don't you write this ship, right, man? Yeah. And he said, can my kid do it? And I said, I was unaware that you had offspring, but sure. Just <laughs> give me back my DVDs. Wait. Jason Reitman's kid is going to do it now? (laughs) 
Sure. Yeah. Ivan Reitman's the dad. No, Ivan the Terrible is what uh, Vlad the Impaler is based on, right? <laughs> oh, no, but Vlad we're... the Impaler's an also different guy. No. Actually, all four of these people are different people. Ivan the Terrible, Vlad the Impaler, Ivan Reitman, and I assume Jason Reitman. I am going to disprove you with one question. Have you ever seen them all in the same room at the same time? I have never seen any of them in any room. Then you can't know for sure. I mean, you're not wrong. That's true. But, John, I've never seen <laughs> you and Johnny Five in the same room. Are you a robot? I With declined to answer. <laughs> I, I declined to answer. Have John, you do you have a shoulder-mounted laser beam? I, For security purposes, <laughs> I cannot say. John, did you defeat... Uh, evil bank robbers and then were given uh, just given US citizenship um, I have to go listen to the Bee Gees real quick I'll see you guys later <laughs> bye Ooh. guys Short Circuit 2 ends with Johnny Five being gifted American citizenship yeah. which raises a lot of questions about like the rights of sentient robots and For all intents and purposes, he is a living creature. At he's that a point. living he human is. being, and because he was manufactured, aka born in the United States, once he hits his thirty-fifth year, Johnny Five can and will run for president. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, guys! Where are we on the countdown for that? It's Let's been like what Johnny Five? Uh, he was born in uh, 1986, 87, So we got a couple Ooh, years. He's close. Yeah, yeah. it's like a couple he's years real close. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, he's gonna be like right. three years away. Yeah. Guys, you just gave me all the push I needed to make sure that we still have a country in three years. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he's got to wait for the 2024s, though. You think Johnny Five is gonna fucking wait? Yeah. This is his birthright, my friend. No, John, it's Joe Biden's turn. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's time we get the oldest and whitest man. <laughs> Why is that such an obviously ludicrous proposition that is currently leading in every poll? Yeah. Damn this country. Yeah. You, the best thing that happened to Joe Biden was that he got to be Obama's vice president and just be Unky Joe. Yeah. yeah. Because before that, he was the guy who basically went out of his way to ruin Anita Hill's life yeah. and do all sorts of yeah, right. bullshit. And uh, plagiarizing a lot of his speeches. Yeah. Also, his state is a, the, the home of all those credit card companies that charge you exorbitant rates that wouldn't be legal if they had to be based in your state. Exactly. But the minute that he got to be Obama's vice president. Oh, yeah, super cool. Yeah, he was just the cool weird uncle who like he goofed off a speech a little bit and he, you know, got he to, like, drank a beer he yeah. got to punctuate the passing of the affordable health care act by saying this is a big fucking deal yeah. on a live mic yeah. <laughs> that's <sighs> why that's why it's his turn you, you know you don't we really did it to ourselves true facts you don't really appreciate something until it's gone <laughs> i would like to get the years of 2008 to 2012 back please yeah not those ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I got to narrow it down and be more specific. Yeah. I'd say like maybe 2010 to about 2014. That was a real solid run. I'm going to need you to get a little bit further away from that Great Recession. Because that was a bummer. <laughs> that's true. Can we get like uh, the year, I don't know, like... 1863 to 1866. Super shitty. Super there was shitty. a there was a war on, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah. but like I feel like the that president was pretty rad though. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't. You, you had to read all the speeches though, and it doesn't come off the same. Yeah, but if historical records are accurate, Abraham Lincoln legitimately had superpowers and may have been the Hulk <laughs> and may have been a vampire hunter. 
Oh, true. I saw that documentary. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Chilling. Very. Anyways, John Wick 2. Yeah. <laughs> John Wick hands the vodka over to Russian guy. They drink. He says... <laughs> we are two minutes into this. He's movie. like, Pete... No, it's been like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, the opening minutes chase and everything is like ten minutes. Yeah. And he's just like, peace. And he's like, yeah, sure. And like... They basically call a truce, and then John Wick walks away. He gets into the crumpled remains of his Busted car, ass car yeah. and drives it home. Right. He pulls it into his garage. He curls up with his dog in the in his the bed. honor dog. Yeah, because the first one was a gift. This one he earned. Yeah, yeah. It was like the Xbox trophy you get when, like, you I don't know when you do something pervy in DOA right. that volleyball game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's kind of there to be. You can't. Nobody's playing that for the volleyball. You get that, right? Yeah. I, oh, no. I think it's... There's some game where if, like, you, like, pan the camera down to look at somebody's, like, some lady's butt, you get, like, an achievement that calls you, like, a perv or something like that. Nice. Maybe it might be Lollipop Chainsaw, or it might be Bayonetta or something like that. That sounds it's, like a fucking James Gunn thing to do. Yeah, it's probably exactly. Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so John Wick got a dog. So they he, the next morning he's playing... <laughs> That should have been the fucking subtitle of this movie. Yeah. John Wick got a dog. Yeah. Uh, so John Wick the next day, he's playing fetch with his doggie. Uh, and uh, John Leguizamo John, shows up in a tow truck to go fix that shitty, shitty car. Yeah, he, he basically gives it a once-over. He calls out about 50 things that are structurally yeah. wrong with it. Your drive yeah. shaft is broken. Your engine is about to literally fall out. Chassis and the chassis is bent. Is bent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can fix it. I can fix it. Well, I mean, gold coins, man. Them solid gold assassin coins. Here's the thing, though. They He's not. Peanuts. He is not paying John Leguizamo. These are friend favors. He's doing. <laughs> no, that's true. John yeah. Leguizamo helpfully tells him the car will be ready in the year 2030. Around about Christmas time. Yeah, and then he promptly leaves the movie until yeah. the very end. Take it uh, easy, Johnny Legs. Yeah, John Wick goes yep. inside. He reburies his hitman supplies. Right. Uh, including his clothes that he had used that day. Uh, so all his gold Krugerrands and guns and stuff gets buried really nicely, covers it up. Yeah, and, re-cements it. Yeah, re-cements concrete it. again. And the whole time he's doing it, you're just like, oh, John Wick, don't you know you're going to have to John Wick again? This yeah. movie just started John Wick. Yeah, I mean, that's the tragedy of John Wick is he doesn't know he's in a sequel. He has no idea. No. He thinks he's just finishing up that last movie. <laughs> and he can't see us watching him. <laughs> he gets a ring at the uh, doorbell. No. And it's uh, a guy named Alessandro? Antonio? No, Antonio. Antonio. That's What's the last name? name. I think it's Alessandro. Antonio. Uh, he's, he's an Italian guy. Yeah, uh, he's also evil? Yeah. We don't know that yet. Oh, true. Uh, well, he's wearing a jacket, like a like a blazer, but he's not putting his arms through the sleeves, so of course he's a villain. Highly suggestive of evil. Correct. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So no he, good person would ever choose to do that. You're right. Uh, I will point out, however, that that's also the preferred look of James Earl Jones in Coming to America, and he's not evil. But he's certainly, like, an antagonistic well, force in that movie. you don't know, like, how he treats the people back home. He Are you is... suggesting that he's like Idi Amin or something? <laughs> I mean, he, he is be. definitely like an unquestioned ruler of a country. Right. Yeah, he's a king. Right. You don't get there and maintain that level of power without at least subjugating some of your population. Yeah, notably all those poor chicks who have to give Eddie Murphy BJ's in a hot tub. They're lucky they don't drown. That's true. Where's OSHA? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the safety regulations? <laughs> right. 
Guys, don't ruin coming gotta, to America we, for we me. We gotta legalize prostitution so a gal can get a harness. I can very gear. easily ruin coming to America with no. you with the following single sentence. No. They are currently working on a sequel. No! Oh. Are they gonna have Arsenio? I really hope it's still in America. Yeah, right. Well, no, it would have to be coming back to America. Because at the end of coming to America, he goes back to Zamunda and he marries Lisa McDowell. True. The daughter of McDowell, the guy who totally didn't rip off McDonald's. Right. <laughs> McDougal. No, McDowell. Is it McDowell? Yeah, McDougal. he's not Scottish. Yeah, McDougal is uh, time after time. That's what uh, fucking H.G. Wells keeps calling McDonald's because he's a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, that movie's stupid. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's Santino. Santino. Santino D'Antonio. Santino D'Antonio. So yeah. he shows up and he's like, John, good to see you. Uh... I got this marker you gave me years ago when I helped you out with your impossible task, and I totally need you to help me do something. Yeah. Well, the marker was, he helped him from the shadows in the first John Wick movie, but the marker is specifically, uh, he had made it so that John Wick could retire in peace. Right. right. Whatever Santino did was in service of John Wick's impossible task. Yeah. To get out the first time. To get out the first time to marry John Wick 1. Right. Helen. To marry Helen. Right. Uh, but John Wick is like, no, I'm out. Please don't do this. You know, he refuses the call about 75 times. Yeah. Uh, finally, Santino's like, all right. Hey, John, you got a lovely house. And he walks out the door and then he begins loading up a, a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he just puts a couple rounds right into John Wick's house. And John Wick doesn't have a house anymore. And John Wick is all outside and unconscious. Yeah, he's blown through one of the yeah. like giant windows. Luckily, thank God, his dog uh, does not die. His so dog totally okay. licks him awake. Yeah, <laughs> but he does lose the final remaining photographs of his wife. Oh, yeah. right. That aren't uh, on his phone. Right. That's right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, one of the reasons he wanted his car back so badly is it had like a birthday card from his wife with a picture of the two of them together. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it wasn't so much the car, although he does love that car. It's a good mm-hmm. car. I cannot wait for that car to be the deus ex machina of the John third Wick movie. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's just, he's at his lowest point, all hope is lost, his phone rings, picks it up. Hey, it's me, Johnny Legs, I got your car! Yay! How great would it be, though, if the car rolled up on its own? <laughs> and then just... Do, 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 and then it, and, do, do, and do, just do, said, do. hello, John Wick. <laughs> and it was the voice of Kit. It was just... Yeah, no, it's David Asimov. Daniels. It has to be, yeah. No, no William no, no. Daniels. Yeah. How dare you, Mr. Feeney. <laughs> John Adams from 1776. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. 1776, underrated show. Uh, yeah. I so love 1776. It has a couple of songs like the... the it's got some clunkers, Yeah, like what the, are you going to do? Was it Molasses, the Slaves to Molasses to Rum songs, Pretty Rough? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, and then, that is how it worked, though. Sure. And then there's also the scene that, uh, I think it was Jack Valenti, uh, made them cut from the original release of the movie, which was the cool, cool, considerate men. The waltz were all the, like, uh, cool, cool, conservative men. Where, like, they're just like, fuck freedom. We just want to have more slaves. And they do, like, a big waltz dance to it. <laughs> and, like, the guy was just like, you can't do that. <laughs> and they cut it out of the movie. Yeah, uh, it turns out, uh, if you were alive in the year 1776, you were a monster. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, 
Sorry. Well, Jason unless <laughs> unless you were John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, or... Uh, yeah, those guys are pretty big monsters, too. But not in 1776. In 1776, they're uh, virile men who make love to their wives and sing cool songs. And also, Thomas Jefferson's played by the White Shadow, you asshole. And who true. is he making love to in that movie? His wife? Yeah, sure he did. I didn't say just his wife. <laughs> That is why you will notice there are no sequels to this movie. Yeah, no. 1787 yeah. is when things just go right off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the night that both Adams... It's like the July 4th where Adams and Thomas Jefferson died at the same night. <laughs> it's just them singing as they're dying. Bitter enemies now. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, John Wick uh, recovers. He goes to the Continental... And uh, he demands to speak to Winston. He's like, what's going on? They're like, fucker, you got a marker, man. You got to take care of business. Yeah, Otherwise, you, your life is forfeit. Marker. There are rules, John Wick. And the two rules are no company business in continental grounds. The continental, again, being the hotel for assassins. Yeah, it's like the Holiday Inn for, for gun killers. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the second rule, if you got a marker, you got to honor it. Yeah, you sure do. So John Wick is like, all right. He's like, yeah. Fine. <laughs> I will say the way that the, the physicality that the marker operates actually is something that I deeply appreciated. Sure. Because it's like a little, like... Looks like a, like a, the, about the size of like a really big pocket watch, and it kind of pops open in the same way. And you got a thumbprint in your blood, right? Which, if you're gonna make a blood pact, yeah, use like a finger or a thumb. I'm tired of these fucking Game of Thrones where they cut the palm the of their fucking, fucking hand. hand, and then you can't use that hand for like a week, right? Like, uh, what are you doing? And it's always like they cut their right hand, which is the hand they need to do everything with. Yeah, jerks. Bunch of idiots. Well, you, I mean, in those days, you couldn't cut your left because that was your poop wiping hands. So true. That would get so bad so fast. Right? Yeah. You guys ever see Bone Tomahawk? That's a good movie. No, I've never seen it. No, There's some gross it. hand stuff that yeah. happens in that. I've never watched it because the, the guy who wrote it, uh, that S. Craig Zaylor guy, he's got some gross views. Oh, he's super reactionary. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he nice. sucks. He also cast Mel Gibson in his new movie with Vince Vaughn where they play dirty cops as the heroes. Hang nice. on a second. Let me just make sure that, uh, yeah, it's not 1998. That shit won't fly. Nope. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, it Confirmed. really well for Training Day and I feel like that was like 2002. Yeah, but that was a Denzel Washington. Yeah, and yeah it was not. Yeah, and it was not a Mel Gibson. Yeah, but it did have an Ethan Hawke and he's like worse than a Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but Ethan Hawke, again, not a Mel Gibson. Ooh, right. man, you keep coming back to that, and it keeps being a strong point. Here's the thing. If they had cast Mel Gibson and Ethan Hawke, my whole view would be like, oh, Ethan Hawke must be so unhappy to do this movie. Because they cast Vince Vaughn, something about the two of them standing next to each other is like, I think Vince Vaughn might be a shithead. <laughs> Dude, that, this is the first time you've had that revelation? It really is, because really? I, I never think of Vince Vaughn. Oh, he is dude. not like an occupying well, that's thought fair. for me. Yeah, that's I've always fair. been kind of ambivalent to Vince Vaughn. I'll grant you that but, like, Vince Vaughn... seeing him yeah, working like, specifically with Mel yeah. Gibson is like, oh, I'll bet they have a lot of similar views. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Vince Vaughn's <laughs> kind of like what you expect Tucker Max to look like in act like. <laughs> And then Tucker Max is like sort of just a different kind of douche, and you're like, oh, well, that's not what I thought. Yeah. I forgot about Tucker Max. Hey, weirdly, <laughs> I hope they serve Beer in Hell is kind of an okay movie as far as shitty, shitty, stupid, gross comedies go. I guess. I've never seen it. I mean, don't go out of your way. 
I'd rather just watch the Beer for My Horses, the Toby Keith movie. I'm going to watch a shitty <laughs> movie about shitheads. Ooh. I'm going to watch the Ooh. shittiest movie about shitheads. Oh, guys, guys. I hope he doesn't give beer to the horses. Let's compromise and watch Paint Your Wagon. Oh, yeah. We'll get some Lee Marvin action. He's Lee always... Marvin and Clint Eastwood. Yeah. A singing and a dancing. All right. I'm on board. No. It is two and a half hours long. Ooh. Ooh. But then again, <laughs> neither of them are Mel Gibson. So Ooh. that's not bad. You Counterpoint, one of them is Clint Eastwood, though. Ooh. Yeah, but remember that time that he gave that speech to that empty chair and pretty much got Obama reelected? Oh, no, he didn't give the speech to the empty chair. The empty chair was his, like, was his straight man. Yeah. It was his uh, fucking gummo marks that he could ping lines off of. What he did was accept the challenge of making Mitt Romney look like an even bigger shithead than Mitt Romney has ever looked like. And he succeeded. Patrick! Patrick, stop it! Mitt Romney's our only hope right now! Also, Patrick, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest, Mitt Romney uh, can't be a shithead as a robot. He's <laughs> That's he true. cannot he is, even expunge shit. He's he, definitely a coolant head. Yeah, he is only his programming. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oh my god, fucking Mitt Romney, please primary Trump. <laughs> that would be. It'd be like watching two school bullies fight each other. You don't care who wins; they both lose. Oh. Right. Donald Trump would pummel the shit out of Mitt Romney. God, but I don't care. Uh, oh, no, it'd be great to watch. Like, I miss Mitt Romney being around and getting the shit pummeled out of him. <laughs> so, like, that's fine. He's just not going to win. Uh, so John Wick shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That movie. John Wick shows up at the art music. We're getting real political tonight. Yeah. Uh, John Wick shows up in a, a fancy uh, a modern, modern-ish modern art museum. I'm not sure. Is I, it well, the, 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 the museum itself is... Uh, not, it's, it's, it's the not pop dedicated. up museum. We're going back to it yeah. later. It's this pop up museum of this Italian guy's dad's artwork collection. He says exactly. So it's it's like a lot of like uh, there's some frescoes. There's a little bit of modern yeah, art, but it's, it's mostly shit. he uh, the kind of main chamber that John Wick is escorted into after he is patted down by uh, Ruby Rose in a delightful role. Yeah, she yeah. is fucking oozing charisma and character, which is super impressive. Because the character that she is playing uh, is either deaf or mute in any way. She cannot speak. She speaks only through sign language and is just so deeply expressive in it. Yeah, she's the best deaf mute uh, hitman this side of Fargo. Correct. And Correct. she's a... Oh, uh, God yeah. damn oh, no, it. That's golden. With uh, Adam, what's his name? Goldberg? So good. Yeah. Oh, that's like the best duo. <laughs> he also, spoiler for Fargo uh, season three, he actually comes back. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. That's uh so And exciting. it's great. Yeah, and he, he teams awesome. up with He teams up with Mary Elizabeth Winston. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Who yeah. plays a character named Nikki Swango. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest TV show character name ever. Uh, so anyways, uh, John Wick meets uh, Santino and he's like, all right, I'm going to do your dumb shit. What do you want? And he's like, uh, plot twist, you got to kill my sister. Uh, she's going to take uh, the new seat on the Council of Twelve, the high chair. Uh, these are like the people who run the Assassin's Guild, I guess. I guess. It is also, it's it's uh, unclear what they do. Not to, not to thrust pedantry at you, but it is the high table, not the... 
not the high chair. Yeah. Are you sure? That, are you sure? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the high table. It's not She's like, I want my bibby and my sippy cup, and I want to sit in the high chair. John, are you sure it's not run by King Baby? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, John Wick's uh, assignment is to kill Santino's sister, Gianna, uh, who will now be ascending to the uh, high table, John, yeah. so that her Thank brother you. Santino can uh, uh, take her seat and then uh, turn around and take control of New York City. The yeah. city that never sleeps. The Big Apple. The uh, t- tired iron giant. The the man from Metropolis. Keep going. The steel that won't quit. Six more. The, uh, the, the, the tough tape that won't Cop out when there's danger all about. That's one. Died. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Two. A <laughs> uh, gizmo. Three. And go-go gadget roller skates. I'll give you four. Look out, it's New York. It's so big and loud. That's five. One more. Oh, no. No, that is New York yeah, right that's, there. Yeah, that that's counts. the most accurate <laughs> yeah, one. That, that definitely counts. Uh, it's a nice swampland you got here. The Dutch be a shame if we Englished it up. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, so Take that, the Dutch. Yeah, you, you idiots. Yeah, with you and your fancy cocoa and your... Uh, other things Dutch people have. Yeah. Crap shoes. Clogs, I guess. Yeah, 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 crap shoes. And they're crappy German. Oh, and they're ovens. Ugh, yeesh. Right? Get a real oven, the Dutch. Nah, we use two ovens. Jerks. <laughs> what if one oven was two ovens? Every one of them. Oh, Dutch, you've done it again. Them jerks. Uh, so... Full of canals and shit. <laughs> Except they call them something incredibly inappropriate. Windmills? <laughs> no. <laughs> I. F- <laughs> we'll Google it later. Yeah. I'm sure. I know. I know what he's trying to say, <laughs> and it is a it is a slur for uh, women who are sexually attracted to women. True. Uh, it's also a slur for a decent sluice gate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's a slur for an indecent sluice gate? I think that's a that's a bookshelf from IKEA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Oh yeah, no, it, it comes with the instructions on how to turn the rug into Game of Thrones cosplay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Through, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and even the rug comes with an Allen wrench. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John Wick uh, is going to he's being sent to Rome to the coronation of Gianna to kill her, and he's like, ah, oh, that's impossible. And he's like, that's why I picked you, dummy. See ya. Bada bing. And so, so John Wick is like, ah, oh, crap. I'm gonna need gear. So this is. John Wick's gearing up montage. Yeah. And this is John Wick's European vacation. And yeah. it's the greatest gearing up montage ever. It's a great gearing up Yeah, montage. so he arrives in Rome and he goes to the Continental. Uh, he speaks with the owner of this particular franchise and he gets him set up with a safety deposit box, a soup maker, and a... Uh, a sommelier. It's a sommelier who happens to also small guns. Yeah. yeah. He's a gunnier. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, a gunier. That's a Ooh, good one. Nice. Ooh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. So the gunier, played by Peter Serafinowicz of The Tick and Other Things fame, 
that that they have a scene where he's just like, you know, what can I interest you in, Mister Wick? And he's like, I want something, you know. Uh, yeah, he's talking in wine terms, so he's like, I need something that is forward and uh, bold. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, shows him a bunch of like German hand, like Glocks and stuff. Oh, yeah. He gets himself uh, a little something bigger, but accurate with like a big like semi-automatic machine gun. Yeah, something gun. bold but precise. And yeah, it's a fucking M4 to close out the night. Yeah, yeah. a fucking assault shot. Something to end the evening. And dessert is a knife. Yes. <laughs> or a series of knives, I'm not sure. It's just one knife, and it's got a little hole like hole in the center of it. Yeah. Like a vegetable peeler. Keep it real light. Yeah. Keep that thing moving. Uh, he gets his suits, and his suits uh, from the tailor in the back of the uh, dry cleaner's house, they have like a... Dry cleaner? That was clearly that was a wallet. A Sweatshop. Yeah, that was clearly a sweatshop. <laughs> well, that guy, he fills his suits with bulletproof uh, materials. Yes. Which yeah, is yeah, super yeah. lightweight. As he mentions, totally won't get penetrated. Gonna hurt like a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then he also uh, goes to speak to like the architect who has like the old drawings of, of the... Roman catacombs. Yes. Yeah, who's got all the, the catacomb drawings. And so John Wick... where to get places. Yeah, so John Wick shows up at the catacombs. He carefully lays out weapons hidden in crevices in the dark. All over yeah, the place. It, yeah, it is John Woo style. So he's going into his target with minimal weaponry because he's... Plan, you know, he's going to stealth his way in, but he knows it's going to be a gunfight on the way out. Yeah. Right, so he's setting up weapons all So now we're at the coronation of Gianna. Yeah, which, which is, is a bitchin' Eurotrash rave. I can fucking, like, smell the ketamine fumes. Oh, man, right? Ugh. And the shitty absinthe smells like licorice and vomit all over the place. That is Europe. Just cloves with a musk of body spray oh, and a musk of body odor because it's <laughs> Europe and it's being uh, it's being preceded over by uh, a band that consists of a DJ, an electric violaist, and a lady just making Bjork sounds. Hey man, listen. Sometimes being an American, you can look at this country and get a little down about it. But every so often, it's nice to look at where we came from. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, the music sounds. Uh, I I might have to look this up, but the the vocalist sounds like she does the main vocal theme for Metal Gear Solid Five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. Is that also just a wordless jumble of oohs yes. and ahs? No, it's just hi yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like better because I suck. Mm. Ooh. That was good though. I thought <laughs> relative to the source material. Yeah. Good work there, John. Uh, I mean, I don't think you'd be playing Phantom any time soon, but you might get to play John Adams. He doesn't have to do a lot of singing. It's true. My goal in life is to eventually become so powerful that I can get myself cast in a musical and fucking talk sing through it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh. buddy. The Rex Harrison way. Hell yeah. John, let me introduce you to the music man. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. How no, do you feel I, about two hours of patter songs? But here's the thing. I want to do, like, ba- like fucking Les Mis. Just, just <laughs> chatting it out. <laughs> just, you just talk through it. You just come out, you're like, I am Javert. <laughs> I can hear the people singing. <laughs> I can hear the people crying. Ooh, I want this. Ooh, if I could French Schneider it up a couple oh, of times. Yeah. I'm the master of the house, baby. <laughs> the turner of the key. <laughs> Guys, uh, what are the B-52s doing right now? <laughs> Probably Coke. <laughs> I don't know. I, I bet they're all wearing Hawaiian shirts, though. 
I will put money on that. Uh, oh, God bless you, B-52s. You're the best. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John Wick... Oh yeah, it's the coronation of Gianna, and it's like a it's like a red carpet at the Oscars. Like, yeah, no, she's, it's like a big deal. Yeah, she's like walking down she's in this go- beautiful dress, and yeah. like she's flanked by her 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 goons. What her lead goon is played by Common. Common, uh, yeah. And she's like shaking hands and like kissing faces and stuff, yeah. and you know, giving the the little queen wave. Yeah. And, and, and this is like, by the way, like in like an Acropolis. These are like ancient Roman oh, ruins yeah, yeah. Yeah. that have been tailored with like neon LEDs. Sure, the base alone <laughs> from all the DJ stuff is going to crumble the foundation. Yeah, right, nice. <laughs> uh, so she goes through. Everyone cheers her, and she goes into her, you know, her little uh, uh, green room. I guess. Well, she's, well, she's got, got she's got, got a, a private meeting. meeting with this guy who's like upset that she stole all of his stuff, and he's like, "Tough break, cousin stole it," and I get the fuck out of my. This yeah. is a good scene. Yeah, what what I love is this plants kind of a very small but hilarious subplot of this guy going to whoever has recently inherited the role of being in charge. Right. Yeah. And clearly asking them, like, can I have my territory back, please? Your predecessor took it, but now they're dead, so maybe you could give it back, maybe. <laughs> that over there is technically mine. <laughs> So he he fucks off, and when she looks into the mirror, nothing's there. And then she looks in the mirror again, and John Wick! Yeah, Yeah. and she calls him Death's Own Emissary. Emissary. A title I hope to one day have. (laughs) When I'm going around candy striping at the nursing home. (laughs) I hope desperately to have a bathroom Half as indulgent Holy as the bathroom shit, she is in right? right now. Wow. I did not see a toilet, but there is a giant fucking oh. like infinity pool. Yeah. It's a it, it appears to be a like bronze ancient hot tub that is fed from a real hot spring. Yeah. <laughs> it's good shit though. I want one. Right? Yeah. Uh but yeah, she's like she knows immediately seeing John Wick was up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she's like, you know what, uh, John? It's nice to see you. Uh, I remember the last time I saw you, we were friends. And he's like, we're still friends. Yeah. I just have to kill you. What are you doing on Thursday? Oh, sorry, nothing. <laughs> You'll be dead. I didn't mean to rub it in. She's like, who did it? And he's like, your brother. And she's like, that scoundrel. Yeah, yeah, and this is where she lays out, like, you realize that once he becomes uh, fucking Mr. High Table... Yeah, once gonna... he gets in his high chair at the high table, <laughs> yeah. and he smashes no. his meaty little fist down, wah, 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 all and he says, I don't want strained peace anymore, <laughs> give me New York, Mom! <laughs> Here's the real irony of it. The table is high, chairs average. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is done literally under the table. <laughs> exactly. Right? They're like, I read somewhere that the FBI can't attack you if you're under a table. <laughs> <laughs> it's a layover from the J. Edgar Hoover years. <laughs> Just like also don't take bribes, parentheses, if you get caught. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, uh, yeah, she basically is like, you know, he's going to take New York over and it's going to ruin everything for you and everybody else. But you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. See a sucker, and then slits her fucking arms like they do in the craft vertically, yeah, vertically. not horizontally. The way you have to do it to actually kill yourself. Yes. Uh, then she. Uh, th- and this is after she just disrobes she in front of him. Takes off her clothes and gets in the hot bath. Keep yeah. them ba- veins pumping, baby. You yeah. don't want clots. 
Yeah, because she says basically, like, I know that, like, to get out of this would be impossible, but I lived my life on my own terms, and I'm going to end it on my own terms. And John Wick sort of, it's really kind of touching. Yeah, he holds her hand while she dies, and then when she loses consciousness, he shoots her in the head. Yeah. It's very much, it reminded me of the, the scene from uh, V for Vendetta where he goes to meet the doctor and she's like super remorseful about it. Oh, right. Reminded me of the scene from Caddyshack where they're trying to get the gopher. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. I see the corollary there. Right. Yeah, that's spot on. <laughs> so anyway, he rolls out of the bathtub and is just casually walking out and then Common sees him and he's like, and they have the co- the conversation yeah, yeah. that happens so many times in this movie <laughs> that is totally just like for us and is great every time. You're working, John? <laughs> yeah. Says, yeah. Yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. Did you have a good night, John? Yeah. Afraid so. Afraid so. And then they draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. here's what I love. Uh, John Wick is clearly at the pinnacle of, like, assassin, like, prowess. But his true superpower is that everybody likes him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nobody wants to hurt him. No. They're all just forced into circumstances where it's unavoidable. Well, as we learn a couple of times in this movie, uh, John Wick will bring you right to the precipice of death and then be like, all right now, do the right thing, and I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what what breaks out here now is a, a uh, an extended... Uh, oh, shootout. shit, yeah. All uh, the way across the ground. Yeah, the shootout begins in the midst of everyone partying at the coronation still. It begins on the fucking stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Wick shoots a guy on stage right. to a cheering crowd. <laughs> Everybody cheers. And on. I was like, oh, please pick up an instrument. Please pick up an <laughs> yeah, instrument. Yeah, I know, right? And then he just plays Johnny Be Good. Or he's just like, Hello, Rome. We brought rock and roll to you. We are wild stallions. God gave rock and roll to you. Alex Winters just descends. Gave rock and roll to you. I hate that that's the song. That God gave rock and roll to you is the song. The song that brings about world peace and a techno-utopian society. (laughs) Totally reasonable. Here's the thing, though. I think if we all lived our lives by the tenets of Keanu Reeves, we would achieve perfection in our times. Yeah, that's Whoa. true. <laughs> he is a delightful man, both on and off screen. Yeah, as far as we know. He bought Harley Davidsons for the entire Matrix stunt crew, because they technically did his performance. They did, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But And then, not only that, but when it came time to make John Wick, he brought in his stunt double from The Matrix to direct John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it's one of those guys where he, you, I've never heard a bad thing about him. Like, there's never a horror story about working with him, which means either he is amazing or... He's really dark. Right. <laughs> they must be actually... And people are very afraid. <laughs> I, I mean, choose to believe, until presented with evidence otherwise, that he is a wonderful man. Yeah, I mean, the thing that always gets me is, uh, I think it's the first season of Slings and Arrows, where they have the like big Hollywood star comes in to play Hamlet. And it's basically Keanu Reeves. And it's, yeah. based, it's based on Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He went to Stratford-on-Avon in Canada and uh, and played Hamlet, and everybody was like... Keanu fucking Reeves, are you kidding me? And he apparently just killed it. Like, rave reviews. Wow. Yeah. I can see him carrying a Shakespeare show, but whenever he's, like, a bit part, 
in it, like when he was in that fucking much ado, much, much ado, yeah. and he so clearly stands out. Yeah, you know. But well, if he's setting the tone for also, the show, I can see it being good. Everything that Kenneth Branagh does is bad. Ah, the first Thor movie's pretty high. Pretty all right. It's anchored by a Maybe. great Tom Hiddleston. Ooh, Correct. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would uh, I would recommend that you watch the movie Dead Again. An actually pretty good movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. I'm going to recommend you watch uh, Kenneth Branagh's As You Like It. Seen it. Oh, boy. Where racism has no bounds. <laughs> uh, that's one with Nathan Lane, right? Yeah, it's all the, all, the, all the speaking characters are white. All the other characters are Asian. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've no, I've seen all the Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare Ooh. movies. I saw the Hamlet and the he did a, a Henry, right? Henry Five, yeah, that yeah. was his big claim to fame. Yeah, he did a Henry, and then he did a Hamlet. He did the the Much Ado with Denzel Washington. With Denzel. Uh, then he uh, then he did that Frankenstein where he sleeps with his stepsister Ooh, and Robert De Niro's the monster. That's yep. my favorite Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's a great he did Wild Wild West, which was great, based on Troilus and Cressida. A lot of people don't know that. Good oh point. yeah, no, I Good see point. the similarities yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Troilus rides the big spider. <laughs> That's true. That That's distinctly true. from Shakespeare. Yeah. It's that famous uh, Shakespearean uh, fucking stage direction: exit riding giant spider. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so this uh, this this John Wick action <laughs> sequence is absolutely insane. Uh, John Wick begins shooting his way through the crowd. People are loving the, oh, the floor yeah. show here. Europeans, man. Uh, to them, it's like this I is mean, like the hitman version of medieval times. Well, I was going to say Rome. They are nothing but bloodthirst. If the, if I were a criminal invited to a gathering of super criminals so that we could honor the highest criminal in the land. <laughs> yeah. I'm not leaving until I see at least three headshots. Right? Yeah, it's like a Dothraki wedding. <laughs> if there's not at least three deaths, it's a dull affair. <laughs> uh, so they fight. The, he fights his way through the crowd. He fights his way down into, into the, catacombs. the catacombs where he gets his uh, sweet semi-automatic gun and, and starts blowing dudes away. He's met by a deaf mute chick with an army of dudes. Yes. Yeah. My uh, goodness. And it turns out that uh, even though he is... Uh, uh, fulfilled his marker and killed his, or at least presided over the death of his mark. I mean, you could say with like uh, he has kind of cosmic responsibility because she would not have killed herself. Correct. True. Uh, but now he's being double crossed by uh, uh, by and uh, by Santino D'Antonio. Yeah. So now he's being yeah. chased by everybody. And at first, it seems like Santino's just putting out a head because he's just like, what kind of man would I be if I didn't try to avenge my sister's yeah, death? Yeah, no, he's trying to kill him, though. Yeah, then yeah. you find, you know, it really doubles down of just like, oh, no, he is straight up double-crossing this. Yeah. Like, he is not going to allow John Wick to run. Right. Because right. uh, after this big battle, which is fucking great, and he has some... Does he... No. He do, yeah, he has hand-to-hand -hand stuff with Common in this fight. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah a yeah, bunch yeah, of hand-to-hand yeah, yeah. stuff. They Actually, yeah. the fight ends... They get into a huge fight in the street and then end up uh, going through a glass window that happens to be the Continental. And then yes. they have to stop. And then uh, original Italian Django comes yeah. out and he's like... He's like, guys, 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 uh, you can't fight the here. Eh? <laughs> and they're like, ah. Oh, Paul right. Giamatti was in this movie? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Paul Giamatti's got like a higher voice. That's guys, true. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> yeah. You can't fight in here. No, oh, Paul Giamatti. I'm yeah, a big no, fan. That's what he would have done. I loved you in Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> I love the band and the movie, too. <laughs> 
thanks for popping by, Mr. Giamatti. No spoilers on season three of Billions. I'm not caught up. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Remember to watch my mini series, John Adams. Ah, yeah. I, I got to get out of doing a history test because of that miniseries. Hey, That's pretty cool. on like 20 minutes into episode one, if I pause it, I can point to myself in it. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I was an extra. They taped that shit in Virginia. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah they would have to. What was your What was your character's backstory? I, was, I didn't have a backstory. I was the guy. You're that, a bad actor. Yeah, uh, I know. He was an extra, not a background performer. True facts. I didn't get my sad card for making up backstories. <laughs> <laughs> nah, That's true. Nah. If you got points, you would have been a background artist. Yeah. And you would have had to come up. The director would have quizzed you on your right. Backstory. I was in the plebe tent with the chicken patties. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a wig though. That's why Ooh. I have to point myself out. Because like in normal life, I don't have long blonde hair. I was gonna say. Yeah, you may have thought with that guy. He sometimes wears frilly shirts. But yeah. he never has blonde hair. It's just you've always sat very close to me, so I think that it's very long. But That's it's fair. only because of, you know, perspective. Yeah. Sure. But right. this stuff, soup's long, and I had a stick. Nice. Yeah. What kind of stick? It was a stick for pounding on the ground so that people in the courtroom knew to come to order. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're like the, you're like a like a bailiff. Yeah, but they didn't let me use it in the movie. <laughs> Is it because you kept using it between tanks, Patrick? No comment. <laughs> it's also not because I got it too greasy with chicken patty. <laughs> Slipping all through my fingers. Every time you hit it on the ground, it squirts out of your fingers. Gets stuck in the ceiling. It just pops back up. They said it looked terrible. <laughs> and you were just like, I'm just being accurate to the time, yeah. okay? I'm pretty sure in the movie they cut it and they have some other guy pounding the ground with it and they just show the bottom. <laughs> He's wearing similar shoes. <laughs> I believe it's a wingtip. Yeah, weird right. thing is, that was uh, Sam Raimi. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. He just happened to be on the lot as they were putting it together and like, shit, we need an insert shot. <laughs> Sam, what are you doing? <laughs> I think that's how he ended up playing the weird uh, silent picture, like, comedy goofball in the movie Indian Summer. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just hanging out. I, I don't know what happened in that movie, unless maybe it was a friend of his that made it, but it's just like, it's about a bunch of people who come, it's like a middling early 90s comedy about a bunch of, like, 30-something-year-olds who come back to camp, like, 20 years later, and, like, Alan Arkin is their, uh, like, camp kind, it's like Kevin Pollack is in it, and then Sam Raimi is the bumbling doofus like groundskeeper who keeps yeah. there's like a running like thing of him like falling into a lake or a boat falls on oh, his head alright and you're like that's the director of Evil Dead 2 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah this uh, this whole big fight ends with a fist to fist fight between him and Common they end up in the the uh, the continental yeah, and we warmed. are reminded once again of the rules that no, no business no fighting in continental yeah, yeah. So instead, they are uh, taken to the bar for a drink to cool down. Yeah. Yep. Where John, where Common says, so you're free now. And John Wick's like, am I? And Common's like, no. Nope, <laughs> yeah. not even close. I'm going to kill you later. <laughs> yeah, Common uh, kind of uh, explains the rules that he has to follow from now on in this movie of like, you killed my ward. So he is basically duty bound to try to kill John Wick. Right. But he tells John Wick that... He'll do it quick, you know, because of professional courtesy. Right, yeah. Uh, and John Wick says, yeah, I'll kill you quick, too. Yeah, I'll try yeah. to do the same. Because they're like bros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're just like bros. Uh, Again, they don't... Uh, yeah, they're, they're victims of circumstance. No. Uh, so John Wick uh, 
goes to the to the uh, to the mater d and is like oh, I gotta go home. So if you can help yeah. me out, they, they spirit him away to New York, where the contract follows him. Yeah. So now, yeah. He, now so now, yeah, a, a, a con- an open contract has been put out at him for seven million dollars, and we see it being sent to hitmen all, all across the world. Is, it is which, as it turns in. out, it looks like everyone in the world is a hitman. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's called in in this, like, analog switchboard network. Yeah, full of, like, heavily tattooed chicks. Yeah. And, yeah, well, they're, they're all dressed they're like old, like, 60s, like... Like the, Bell. Yeah like, yeah, like old 50s and 60s, like, like operator Bell engineering, people. like, yeah. except how can I direct wearing, your call? Except they're wearing sleeveless dress shirts. Yeah. And they're <laughs> and, like, all sleeve heavily tattoos. tattooed. Yeah. yeah. And they're... Uh, so much tattoos. Seven million dollars is now on John Wick, and it's open to literally everybody. Yeah, they type it in, uh, like, a, an old Fallout computer. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Commodore. Yeah. And it, it dials out in yeah, green it auto, and shit. It yeah. auto-texts every hitman on the planet. Yeah, it auto-texts right. every hitman's Nokia brick phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of phones, uh, John Wick realizes that his phone is shattered and will no longer work, which is double bad for him because that was the last video of he and his wife together right. on that phone. So he now... He The gift of the puppy from the first one is dead, which propelled the first plot, and now... All of the like records of his wife are and his bad, life together yeah. are gone. Right. Gotta back that shit up in the cloud, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't think hitmen generally trust the cloud. I'm just saying we could probably skip John Wick 3 if we had instead John Wick meets Dropbox. <laughs> Patrick, I can't keep like my resume safe on Dropbox. Sure you can. My resume's on Dropbox. My fucking tax forms are on Dropbox. Ooh. I know, Patrick. And I have your resume and tax forms. <laughs> oh, shit. It wasn't hard. <laughs> Weren't you curious about where all those tax penalties came from? We've been using your social security number for, like, a lot of flim-flam and scams. I mean, you say that, but you're assuming that I fill out that form correctly. Oh, no. I don't know who's getting it. Yeah, and what's great is uh, this hit goes out while he's just trying to get home. Yeah, he's, he's just, like, like walking, just walking down home. the street. Yeah. Uh, and we see it go out to like uh, like a lady, a vi- street violinist. Uh, it goes out to a, uh, a sumo guy. A sumo yeah. guy, yeah. Definitely. Certainly a, a character. Common gets it. A bunch of weird random people we've never seen before yeah. get it. Yeah. It's basically like the Street Fighter 2 tournament of Hitman. Right, yeah. And then we go Streets of Rage. Everyone attacks John Wick on the street all the time and no one seems to care that it's happening. Yeah, well, because they're attacking him in areas of public transit. Yeah. Uh, specifically subway systems and... Fucking, I don't know about you two jerks, but uh, if I happen to see another human being's face while I'm commuting, I have made a grievous error. Yeah, no. <laughs> Something has gone horribly wrong. True facts. And if I hear that thick packing sound, I'm definitely keeping my eyes on my feet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, too many chances to take, man. Too many chances. There was one time that I was going to work and a woman had like a seizure on the train and she had collapsed and I didn't know any of this happened. Until my stop was up, and I had to get off, and I I realized, like, oh, like, someone's on the ground having a seizure. Well, there's, like, three people helping her. I'm sure someone's okay. (laughs) On your way. I had to step over one of the people administering (laughs) help. Hey, that's better than step on. Right? I thought so. Come on. 
I gave a very wide berth. Right. <laughs> to make yeah, sure that no, I was not interfering. I didn't the fuck on. I didn't feel good, but uh, a lot of customers needed my service hey, that day. Man. So <laughs> there's little What was I to do? Too many cooks, and that's what was <laughs> happening to that poor soup. I mean, yeah. sop. I mean, person. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John Wick, we uh, we get like a little montage of him being attacked by a uh, violin playing hit lady, sumo, sumo hitman, and another guy. And he like fights his way through each of them. He kills the fat uh, sumo man by like jumping onto his back and then like shooting him like down through his top knot. Right. Yeah. And then he has to shoot him again because the dude's still not dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, that top rough. knot, there's a lot of protection there. Yeah, the a lot lady, of hair. The lady gets her arm broken and then shot in the head. Yeah. And then, uh, and he, then once he... two randos yeah. attack him at like a, at like a convenience station. Well, this and this is, is where we see yeah. the famous pencil in action. Yeah. yeah. Where he obliterates both of them with a pencil. Yeah. Just uh, one guy, he... Uh, he stabs him with a pencil, like in the back of his head. Yeah, and then thrusts his head into the wall to further oh, push yeah. the pencil into yeah. his brain. Oh, yeah. that'll get it's him. pretty rad. And one guy gets it through the ear. Yeah, yeah. Oh. but he kills two guys with the pencil. It's not three, well, but two's I mean, pretty it's good. Two guys, and technically speaking, it's two pencils. So, like you know. They gotta save something for John Wick 3. Right. You're right. It's not like he kills two guys with the same pencil because not only is that a hell of a hitman, that's a hell of a pencil. <laughs> well, that's what they call the number one. <laughs> Everyone's over here using the the inferior weak number two yeah, pencil, right? just because the lead's nice and soft. Nah, uh, nah, nah. Give me that number one. It's the deuce and a quarter of pencils. I <laughs> uh, so, uh, see. So yeah, he gets down to the uh, to the C train where he has to fight Common. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, first when they're fighting Common, there's a. Uh, they oh yeah so they they fight on the train for a while no this is before they get on the train they're in the yeah, concourse they're, yeah, they're, they're still on, in the yeah. concourse yeah, yeah. and common and finds them yeah. they have and they proceed to have a like yeah, Commons gunfight. Commons yes. got the high ground, and John Wick is no, underneath. no, opposite. Commons on the low ground. No, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, and yeah. they're basically yeah. like that, like that thing where you. Uh, I don't know, like you you ate a sandwich in a place that you weren't supposed to have any food, and you have to like really quickly like throw the wrapper away yeah. as, as you happen to be passing a garbage can. They're doing this, but with gunshots at each other. Right. Well, they're doing it like teenagers who are... Like, like teena- throwing the bird at each other is what it they're Yay, like. Yeah, also teenagers who have a Gatorade bottle full of vodka. Yeah. And they're trying to hide it from the fuzz Ooh. at the big, you know, beach festival or whatever. <laughs> right. Except they're doing it with guns. They're literally just going like, beep, 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 beep. And, well, and nobody is the wiser. Oh, yeah. Or they're just like firing silenced guns at each other. Yeah. Uh, so they run out of ammo and uh, Common meets him down on the platform now. And they, But they're on opposite ends of the train track. So they right. have to wait for the C train to stop right. so that they can get in the same compartment. Yes. And then they have to wait a couple of stops on the train for everybody to get off at Wrigley. And yeah, the, <laughs> the, bridge, the bridge and tunnel crowd is gotten home from work. Yeah, so right. that car uh, gets pretty empty yes. in a couple yeah, of stops. It clears yeah. out and then it's just knife fight time. Well, they try to do, like, a quiet knife fight so as not to arouse anyone's suspicions. Yeah, but then... They both do low, like, they're going for, like, the thigh with their knee just real, like, hidden. 
but then Common gets a stab in, and John Wick is just like, nah, fuck that! And then it just, like, straight up full-on go at it, yeah. It's a great hand-to-hand fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends with John Wick finally reversing a knife into Common's chest, and he uh, tells into his him, aorta. Yeah, yeah, and he tells him, it's in your aorta. If you leave it in there, you'll live, but if you pull it out, you'll bleed out. Right. Consider it a professional courtesy, and then he fucks right off. Yeah. He's like, I'll see you in the sequel. And then he walks around a corner and finds a hobo. Drops a gold Krugerang in it and is like, take me to him. Tell him it's John Wick. Yeah. While so uh, like, two other hitmen who are dressed like uh, janitorial stuff. Yes. yes. Hitmen from Local 104. Uh, and they're looking for John Wick. Uh, and they go to question the homeless man. Uh, and the homeless man's just like, hey, can I get some spare change? No. Shoots both of them in the head. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, two guys just show up and drag their bodies off. And yeah. then we... This is where we are introduced to the underground ghost dog network of uh, hitmen. Right. And then, and well, then it... we cut to John Wick wakes up on a gurney with his wounds all taken care of. Yeah. yeah. And an IV and everything. Yeah. And then he is led to the roof of this building where we see guys like uh, taking what looked like stolen SIM cards... Yeah, uh, some phones, kind of SIM card. And yeah. then into little, stuffing them into backpacks. The backpacks were then attached to pigeons, and the pigeons are set loose across the city. Somewhere. Like the ravens from Game of Thrones. Right. Yep. I'm assuming all the SIM cards say, winter is coming. <laughs> Make sure your tire chains is on. Uh, and we meet uh, Lawrence Fishburne playing the Bowery King. Yeah. Uh, and this is the first time that they've been together since The Matrix. Uh, which is oh, pretty yeah. cool, yeah. Nice, nice. So they have a nice little tête-à-tête, and the Bowery King uh, is kind of a seems like a middle management kind of guy. In the yeah. well, he is man. he is king of his small and limited domain. Yeah, he has right. a small fiefdom in yeah. New York. Right. Uh, essentially, he is in charge of a vast network of homeless people that sort of gather information and carry out hits and but, so just have like a whole all kinds of, of stuff as far as we know he puts on a weird mask later and he's he's fucking shredder yeah. and fighting the ninja turtles <laughs> also they might not actually be homeless because yeah. we see their no, locker yeah, room they and they are putting on hobo costumes clothes. yeah, they're, yeah they're, assassins as hobos yeah they're they, getting they into homeless guys yeah as, get into homeless drags so they can go out yeah murder everybody yeah uh, Which so, again, like in the streets of New York, like what better way to just oh, fade into the background for than to sure. just be, be homeless, a homeless yeah, beggar? Um, uh, well, I mean, which you know, really, I guess uh, once we finally get a pinko leftist commie in the White House, that whole network's going to come down because there just aren't going to be any homeless people. What I want to say is... Is that how communism works? Yeah, if you sign my petition for a universal base wage, we're going to get this thing fucking started. Ooh, I got bad news. Communism does not have a great, great track record <laughs> on eliminating poverty. Weirdly, if you want your poverty to disappear, and I mean disappear, not actually be solved, the man you're looking for is the little Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, well, but, he forced yeah. them all underground. Right! And yeah. you never saw him again. <laughs> I.e. made them disappear. disappear. <laughs> I think Patrick meant it in like, these sort of like mafiosa terms. So yeah, so uh, now we have John Wick and, and uh, he's make, trying to make a deal with the Bowery King. And basically he's like, like, the Bowery King is like, well, you know, you gave me a gift. You fucking stabbed me in the neck or shot me in the neck. Yeah, he cut his throat and he said, yeah. you can either keep pressure on the wound or you can draw your gun and shoot me. Whatevs. And, and now Fishburne chose to live. And yeah. that's how he became Bowery King. Yeah. Because uh, from that moment on, uh, no one was able to get the drop on him. Right. 
Uh, but he also says, you know, like... Presumably hey, because he put, like, a robot eye in his neck hole or something? Right. Yeah, where the fucking Matrix plug used to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, if you've, got like, it, if you've got the expansion port, you might as well use oh, it. Oh, fuck sure. yeah, no, right. definitely. Oh, but then right, again, man. then again, I have seen the movie Existence, and that leads me to believe that any expansion port that appears on my body should not be used. Well, I've seen the movie Caddyshack, and <laughs> I remember... <laughs> The one scene where Bill Murray uh, gives a giant joint to Chevy Chase. So take that, Mark. <laughs> well, John, counterpoint, neither of them are Mel Gibson. <laughs> That's true. True. That's true. Let's just let's pause and give thanks to the people who are not Mel Gibson. <laughs> mm. Well done. Good work, you. <laughs> Except for you, Ted Nugent. <laughs> That's true. Well, here's the thing. Ted Nugent is guilty of being many things, but Mel Gibson is not one of them. True facts. So true. in that small way, he's not Mel Gibson. I'm Correct. Even, I guess. In some ways, could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> some might say. True, but it, it, it's not a uh, the degree of sin, but he is lacking in this one specific sin. Unless, of course, you listening to this are Mel Gibson, in which case... Come be a guest on our podcast. Ooh, definitely. We could use the bump. Sure. Also, uh, I'll be soups nice about some of your movies. Watch Braveheart. Yeah, I was going to say, I will be very quiet because I'm sure you could snap me in half. He's pretty old. Yeah. But he's still crazy. Very tall. Yeah, Yeah, but there's three of us. And if you stacked each of us on top of each other, we'd be taller. We'd almost be a minute bull at that point. This would be the saddest tragedy of three ninjas I think (laughs) anybody ever made. This is why they don't follow the three ninjas into, like, grad school. Yeah, right. Sure, because... God damn it, Tom Tom! I'm trying to get my dissertation proofread. You gotta no, just, leave me alone. No, we gotta go. We got those bad guys at the Golden Corral. Tom 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 Tom. I need you to look me in the eyes right now. Are you high right now? Are give me the drugs. Give me the drugs, Tom Tom. I'm high on drugs. God damn it! I'm Tom-tum. high on chocolate wonderfall from Golden Corral. Because Tom Tom now is going to be very fat. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And he only beats up bad guys who happen to show up at all you can eat buffets. True. You know your old country buffets, your Ryan's, your yeah. your Golden Corrals. He's the ghost of the Western Sizzler. Yeah, even your Sizzlers. Yeah, yeah. your Ponderosas, your Bonanzas, Ooh. maybe your occasional Shakies and or Shonies. Who knows? Yeah, I mean only at breakfast. Yeah. Good work, Tum Tum. Most right. defend our freedoms. Yes, most buffets, <laughs> most buffets, and it's buffet etiquette that you always use a clean plate when you go to get new Absolutely. food. And that's just hazard. yeah, that's health hazard. At at Shakey's, they have like a big ass sign that's like, if you don't clean your plate, if you don't, if you use like, uh, you reuse your plate, if you reuse your plate. You're gone. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. He's a plate reuser. That's like that's badass. Yeah. <laughs> Toss him. <laughs> because most places you go and it's just like if you reuse a plate at the most like the fucking guy in the B Someone suit at Old Country like, will hey, be like hey hey don't do hey, that don't use the plate but if you do it at fucking Shakey's you're gonna get beat up yeah nice. they send De Niro over to the table hey I, uh, you guys ha- you, you guys having a good time you guys having a good time I couldn't help but notice uh, you got yourself a second plate that's fine that's fine it's uh you reused your plate, though. That makes it my problem. Yeah, yeah, you tell him, Bobby. You tell him. Hey, I got this. 
Yeah, sure thing, Bobby. Whatever you say, Bobby. Let's give him the clamps. <laughs> no clamps. <laughs> We're going to make him watch King of Comedy. Ooh, which one? The King of Comedy with Rupert Pupkin, Ooh, where I play yeah, Rupert Pupkin. You know, the movie. The movie. Yeah, the movie. Not one King of, of Comedy. Not one of the kings of comedy. I was hoping that you had forgotten an S. Cedric the Entertainer will not be entertaining you tonight. It's me, Christopher Walken. I'm also in this for Ooh. some reason. Ooh, are you going to dance? No, oh, I'm no. going to go get tickets to the King of Comedy sequel, The Joker, in theaters this October. No, you won't. <laughs> 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 Done. Take that walking. I do like that fucking trailer looks dumb as hell. Joker? And I'm super disappointed because when they said like it's gonna be a Joker origin story, the He's first got th- mommy issues. Well the first thing in my head is like, oh, I, I I know exactly how it's gonna end. Oh, my life is real tragic. But isn't it kind of funny? And like that line almost verbatim is in the fucking trailer. Yeah. And I just want to like write everyone involved and just say like, guys, try harder. It's no. gonna it's gonna end with Joker killing Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah. Like we know that. We all see yeah. that going in. Does he actually? No. No. So. It's stupid that that happens. That's something that Tim Burton invented for his Batman. Oh yeah, that's right. It makes no sense because if if Bruce Wayne can get vengeance on the specific person that took away his parents, there's no need for him to declare war on crime in general. True facts. It's just a personal vendetta at that point. I don't know. I am real interested in the fact that it is a straight up sequel to The King of Comedy. With Robert De Niro playing a talk show host. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit, I'm fucking down for. Oh I, I do, I, I will see it because I want to see what batshit crazy actor things Joaquin Phoenix does. <laughs> because he is a batshit crazy actor man who yeah. does batshit crazy he actor things. He lubes it up and gets weird. Like, I saw that one <laughs> where he, like, pretended to be, like, himself as a rapper with the beard. Oh, yeah, and he oh, made yeah. Uh, David Letterman deeply uncomfortable. Right. Sure. Him and Casey Affleck sexually harassed lots of women. But you know, it's okay because it was for the movie. They were in character. You can't see my quote fingers, (laughs) but you can fucking hear them. Weirdly (laughs) enough, you also can't see Casey Affleck in that movie. So what character were you playing? That's an excellent point. Oh, you can see Casey Affleck in that movie. He's a shithead too. Oh, good for him. I've seen that movie. and At one point, uh, I think Joaquin Phoenix takes a shit on one of the guys, one of his friends. Just takes a full-on shit on his friend while he's sleeping. You see the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a weird movie. But now he's the Joker, so it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he did do that, like, two-bit sling blade knockoff for that movie with Philip Seymour Hoffman that wasn't but totally was about Scientology. The Master. Yeah, whatever. Very good movie. No, woo, we've been over this. Yeah, and I'm correct. It's a very good movie. John Wick 2 is the movie, the better movie, though, oh, that we yeah. watched sure. today. Yeah, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman doesn't kill anyone with a pencil in that movie. Right? Correct. He just breaks them down with uh, fucking shitty theater exercises. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know, UCB did a sketch about Scientology that was that, but way better and funnier. Yeah. Also, most of half of Bowfinger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, John Wick, uh, the, he he the, he leaves the Continental uh he, well, no, he, he leaves the Bowery oh, God King. God damn it. Yeah. He makes he a deal the with the Bowery King. King. Yeah. The Bowery, basically, he says, look, uh, I got to kill this guy before he gets a seat on the high table. 
because you know if he does, he's going to bring a war to your secret underground network because he wants all of New York City. So you have another choice. You can either have a war or you can get me a gun. And he says, somebody get this man a gun. But he only gives him one clip of seven rounds. Yeah, one million dollar. He's got a seven million dollar bounty. So since he is giving away that bounty, essentially, he's like... Each round is going to cost you a million dollars. Yeah. But that's all John Wick needs. That's right. So he's uh, taken through the underground uh, hobo fast Network, travel speedways. Yeah, which gets to speedways. the roof of an art museum where our guy is getting like his coronation. And it is very much the cheap second wedding. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. shitty. There's a string quartet. Oh, yeah, man. if the if the original coronation for his sister was like the red carpet for the Oscars, this is the red carpet for the Blockbuster Video Awards. Yeah. No, this is the red carpet for the voters of the Golden Globes. <laughs> right, yeah, for them just coming in. <laughs> so he's kind of like milling about the party, and then he, he locks eyes with Mr. D'Antonio, and everybody clears so that they can just look at each other. And the band stops playing. Because the they're band, a bunch of cowards. Yeah, the band at the other coronation kept playing. played through. All of the gunshots. The band on the Titanic kept playing. <laughs> these assholes, they're like, we got a showdown. Fucking these millennial trust fund quartets. Yeah. They just can't play when there's violence around. I heard a cello dragon and a saloon door swinging. Nothing else out of those. And assholes. I was promised by this establishing shot that you would you would hear that like that bow screech where everyone right? stops playing. Yeah. But then, as soon as the fighting starts, you know it would just be. <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> like an aha string oh, yeah. quartet yeah, cover definitely. to a fucking John Wick action Dude. sequence. Oh, I would. I'm down with that. At right? the very least, they should have had the violinist just be like one. Two, one, two, three, four. Instead of playing like fucking Devil Went Down to Georgia. Well, the devil came down to Georgia. He was looking for a star seal. By the way, did you ever notice in the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia that the devil's fiddle playing fucking rad as hell, but when Johnny plays the fiddle, it's horse shit? Yeah, here's the thing about the devil. He is the great deceiver. He is the lord of lies. He has a Terrible ear for violin playing. No, the devil's good. Yeah, he can play very well. He can't. He just doesn't. It's just all muscle memory for him. He doesn't. He doesn't have like a, a discerning palate for Got good it. violin playing. Okay. So, so when saying- Johnny plays it, he's just amazed that like. Everybody else I've made this deal with has been so intimidated that they just walk. They just were like, "Oh, you got my soul, bro. You got me." This guy played anything. It must have also, been better like, than me. To be fair to Johnny, Johnny's riff is all fiddle, whereas the devil's riff is like a shitload of bass. Like, there's a lot more going on when the devil plays than just fiddle. That's true. The devil's got like a whole band. Yeah, well, I devil. mean, that's that's fine, but Johnny's still bad at what he does oh, in sure. comparison to the devil. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that'd be like if you were doing like the dueling banjos, and the one was like, ding, 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 and then the other one was like, Pink, bong, pink, bong, pink, bong, pink. Like that. Is the well, here's what thing. it was. I, Johnny was so bored of the formalism yeah. of fiddle playing at that time that like Jackson Pollock breaking free of any artistic movement, he was creating a brand new conception of the instrument 
for the oh, devil. Like when Squisgar Squisgard uh, changes the way guitars are played. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, my comparison was probably more highbrow, but I, sure. I guess my assumption is that the uh, the jury was taking it out on the devil for clearly backhand backdoor practice in the holophoner. <laughs> Uh, so this is like the final long extended action sequence of yeah, the movie. Where well, we start because all of the guys' uh, goons are conveniently dressed in white coats like Maitre D, so we get to see all their head yeah. blood go all over them. <laughs> and what's really great is uh, the bad guy fucking starts to leave, and he's just walking at a brisk pace. And the way that the scene geography works is basically John Wick is slow killing his way to yeah. try to catch up right, to the right. ambling bad guy. And having to take guns from people to yeah. keep killing because he's out of bullets all it's the time. very good. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of great sequences where uh, uh, D'Antonio is, is walking down the halls trying to get away and every he keeps hearing all this gunfire <laughs> despite all these people streaming yeah. past him to go kill John Wick. There just keeps being gunfire. And, yeah, and the noise of the violence keeps getting closer right. and closer. It's, it's very like, well how done. How am I still fucked? That is <laughs> what his face says. Uh, eventually they find themselves uh, in a... A uh, funhouse mirror yeah. land. <laughs> in a funhouse mirror land. Find, well, I was going to say, they find themselves in the climax of Enter the Dragon. Great. Yeah, or uh, Man with the Golden Gun, yeah. if you're a Bond head. We are loaded yeah. up with mirrors, people. We got mirrors in funny colors. Or, uh, was it Lady from Shanghai? The Orson Welles movie that ends in the Hall I of Mirrors? I think you're right. Well, yeah, lots yeah, of things. I, so. I mean, I feel like all episodes of Batman the Animated Series ended in a Hall of Mirrors. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was a note from the uh, network censors. <laughs> they were like, Batman couldn't inflict violence upon any human, but they didn't say anything about their reflections. Yeah. <laughs> Rock those reflections. Dirty reflections. Uh, so yeah, anytime Batman punches someone, go back and watch the show. Anytime yeah. Batman punches someone, they're either a robot or a mirror reflection. <laughs> it's one of the many Riddlers, and they don't count. Uh, so, Which is why, that's why also in the Ninja Turtles cartoon, the Foot Clan are all of a sudden robots. Yeah. Or reflections. Yeah. Or reflections. <laughs> or reflections. Yeah. The Shredder just brings out a giant mirror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of so, people don't know that Krang's body is just a reflection. That's true. It makes sense. Yeah. A reflection of your own hubris. Whoa. I mean, don't to be talk fair, about my bris that way. <laughs> it was really well done. <laughs> so, uh, that one's going to get cut right. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you, got, you got a solid moil. Yeah, good for good you. Good job. What a guy. They uh, have a very busy schedule, too. Do you think there's an off-season? Um, like a moil off-season? I, right, like, like, hey, I think when you're a moil, it's always off-season. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's got to be like a like a bell graph of, sure. of babies. Sure, sure. When the new moils are coming out of moil college, <laughs> yeah, right. and the and the synagogues are doing the annual moil draft in New York. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we got we to find out which, which temple is going to get the first moil pick. Is yeah. that what you're talking That's about? That's absolutely the case. That's exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now from uh, Moyle College, Connecticut, with the first pick of the Moyle draft. <laughs> uh, I think if we, if we did, if, if institutionalized uh, religions were to do things like drafts in that way, I think we 
would be a lot less secular as a society. Oh, well, sure, because be way more fucking. You say into that shit until like St. Louis steals New York's rabbis. Oh yeah, <laughs> for tax breaks in a new temple. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, that's gonna get bad. Yeah, but it'd be great because like somebody in Illinois would be like, you know what? We got a lot of Swedish people here. That's basically Norse. We're taking an Odin. We're taking an Odin. Odin's ours We're now. We're just gonna get an Odin. Yeah. Tax breaks. <laughs> yeah, I love those sweet, sweet Odin tax breaks. Yeah, right? I can't wait to go to a bar with hammer throwing. <laughs> yeah, man, I get all sorts of money off from when I buy my ravens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, the horse that has too many legs. Slepnir, yes. That's stupid. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Legs to go soups fast. Also, if I remember correctly, Slepnir is Loki's son because Loki had sex with a horse. Loki would. Yeah. yeah. Norse. I mean, there's mythology. two guys that would fuck a horse. First, your most likely candidate, Zeus. Of course. Yeah. And then Loki. He's no, 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 no. Zeus, is, well, Zeus. Zeus is more like goats uh, and Zeus, farm animals. Let's be clear. Zeus we only might... have some stories of what Zeus fucked, but it's pretty clear he fucked no, everything. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked people disguised as various animals. Ooh, yeah, that's a good call. That's he a good did call, that too. Yeah. And then there was that one time when he was a golden shower. Cool. I mean, that's Zeus for you. Tax breaks, am I right? Yeah. John Wick, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're in the, the Funhouse Mirrors. Uh, and yes. this is, they they do a thing where the, the movie uh, does a great job of trusting the audience. Like, it'll show, like, Hitman ceremony and allow you to kind of piece together the meaning behind certain gestures and certain phrases and what they mean and kind of decode them. This is where the point in the movie where they say, Fuck that noise. We're going to have a loudspeaker literally tell the audience exactly what this metaphor is. Yeah. <laughs> Ref- you are now entering Reflections of the Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Here you will see your soul when reflected. You when yeah. you leave, we hope that you have learned more about yourself than when you enter this space. Is literally a line of yeah. <laughs> fucking recorded dialogue Modern in this movie. Modern art is the worst. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, some goons come in. Uh, fucking bad guy, McItalian guy is just like... It doesn't have to, you know, be this way. You could just run away, which we know is a lie, because he did run away to get to New York. Right. And the contract and followed him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he is just, he's at, uh, what is the, he's at uh, stage three of grief. Bar yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, John Wick and uh, Ruby Rose, who plays, her character's name is Ares. Uh, they have a fight. A pretty yeah. rad fight. Um, uh, she basically has a, a knife punch. Yeah. She's got like a... Like brass knuckles, but it's a, a knife. knife. Yeah. Right. And they get taken from her... No, he takes them from her pretty quickly and then shoves them into her heart. And uh, he kind of... he Yeah, he seems to stab her... Similar through, to way through his, it's through her, her hand. hand. Yeah. He throws the knife thing at her, and she tries to stop it with her hand, and he like punches through it. So she's got the knife through her hand, and then he jams that into her chest. And it looks like a, a shallow wound. Like it definitely yeah. di- uh, like oh, if she takes is, her out of the fight, it's definitely a, a lung puncture. But I don't yeah. know that it's going to kill her. Like yeah. if she shows up in the next movie, my suspension of disbelief. Similar will be right to what on, he right. did to Common. Common yeah, and, and, and she even... she signs, "I'll see, I'll be seeing you," and he's just like, "Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah," and why. Walks away. Yeah. Uh, and now it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Santino has made his way 
to, to the Continental. Because yeah. there was like a secret elevator in the modern art exhibit that led to the New York Continental. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, there was a secret it. underground passages from the Bowery Kings building. Oh, I'm not questioning it. I think it's fucking rad as hell. Yeah. I think every museum should have a secret elevator to a Hitman Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ours just has a secret elevator to a disused part of the building. Well, real nice secret we had there once, Mark. I'm talking about the Museum of Science and Industry where I work. Oh, boy. This isn't Taxi Cab Confessions. You're right. If it was, there'd be a lot more unprotected sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, MSI, boy. though. Uh, oh, I'll bet. Yes, those, those machines get people real horned Ugh. up. Yeah, people, look, man, as much as people get, uh, they, you know, they, they're interested by science, they're turned on by industry. <laughs> <laughs> you go take a walk through our, cir- come take a walk through our circus hallway, Ooh, yeah. where we still have a portion of the exhibit dedicated to freak shows. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Come see a bearded lady, yeah. uh, and then a fat woman, and a skinny man, and then a dwarf, and a muscle. Man, and nice. you know, a guy with tattoos and stuff, cause <gasps> that's the thing. Tattoos, Ooh. that's weird. Yeah, uh, it was all made by like a weird old trucker who donated the whole thing to the museum. Nice, so many years ago, and they were like, I guess we'll put it up because well, they were fucking space. Yeah, they were thirsty for shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, John Wick uh, ch- chases him there to the Continental. He talks to Lance Reddick. Uh, still uh, doing solid work as always. Yeah, uh, yep, Lance Reddick really has Lance been Reddick. like uh, watching after John Wick's dog, dog. like a fucking badass. Uh, he, and yeah, John Wick is just like, hey, I'm, I'm here to see the fucking villain of the movie. And he's like, he's in the lounge. Yeah. He's waiting for you in the lounge. Lance Reddick knows exactly what's going to oh, happen yeah, here. Yeah, he does. Uh, so John Wick gets down there. Uh, Ian McShane, the sort of like the head he's of the, the Continental. Manager. He's the manager he's of the, the manager Continental. of the Continental as like a concept. Yeah, but he he's also the manager. Everything. I think he's like the manager of the high table. Like, he sits at the highest chair at the high table. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure that that's true. I think what he does is he enforces all of the laws for hitmen. Okay. So, like, he doesn't have, like, crime that he is in charge of. He is simply the power structure that all hitmen have to go through. Right. He's the arbiter so, of rules. He's exactly. The, he's the referee of hitmen. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, exactly. He's the ump. Yep. Well, and this ump's about to call John Wick out because yeah. John, John Wick, Wick with fucking uh, laser eye locks onto the bad guy with a gun in the hand, and Ian McShane the whole time is like, John, John, walk, John, away, no, no, John. walk away, walk away. Uh, John does not. John shoots him immediately in the head. And we get a great Ian McShane line reading of, what have you done? <laughs> yep. And it's great because this whole movie, like, this Italian guy has been like, Antonio's been like bitching to. Ian McShane like this guy's trying to kill me and he's like look dude he didn't break any of the rules he didn't break any of the you rules that first of all you, you sent him on the marker he did that so finish the marker and two like once he's clear he can kill you yeah that's like cool. you put a you put a price on his head, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, right. But he wasn't supposed to do it at the Continental. Yep. Yeah. So he has spilled ground on the Continental, and he knows what that means. Uh, so he retrieves his dog. He goes to the burnt out husk of his mansion where Gets he his like wife's necklace or yeah, bracelet and and or he's he's essentially gone there to die. Yeah. And Lance uh, Reddit comes yeah. to pick him up, and he says, "Sir, if you are so inclined." And they get into a nice car uh, to Bethesda Park. Yeah, it takes it to the same place that he took uh, Miss Perkins right from the first movie, who yeah. also uh, did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, instead of killing John Wick, uh, he tells him he's going to give him a one-hour head start. Yeah, and then he's going he to ex- wills it because so. he yeah. deemed it so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, the he is going to excommunicate John Wick from the like Brotherhood of Assassins, basically. Right, and to right. prove he's serious, he like gives a guy a look, and then a guy like goes, "Do it!" And literally, hundreds of people Everyone who are walking in the park up, stop, turn, look directly at them, and then he's like. Uh, yeah. Everybody in Manhattan is a hitman. Right. He waves them off. They all walk. They all literally leave the park. Yeah. Right. So uh, excommunication looks like it's not necessarily a bounty, or uh, it, but it basically like every hitman is honor bound to kill you if you've been excommunicated. Well, his contract goes global. Global. Yeah. yeah. I think it's two separate things. I think that the contract going global means everybody's going to kill him. Right. But the excommunicating means that no one will provide him services. Because this is when yes. Johnny Legs oh, comes yeah. back. So like all the Continental guy, the Continental guy in Rome sees it. Johnny Legs gets this text. I feel like the idea here is that you can no longer go to a bank or uh, get basically cars all or, services of the Continental right. now all He'll never get him. the uh, the sommelier or the, right. the um, clothier. None Pretty of that. sure John Leguizamo stops working on his car. Yeah. yeah, probably, probably. So John Wick gets his hour head start and he starts like walking through the park and literally every single person he passes, their phone goes off and then they look at him as he passes yeah, by. Yeah. And then he runs. And he starts sprinting yeah. out get of the, the park. Get the fuck out of there. And then credits. In scene. Yep. Yeah. And that's John Wick 2. Uh, and we will be right back with bullet points. Pew, 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 pew. Bullet points! And we're back with our very first bullet point. Pew, 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 pew. pew. Cool hand-to-hand stuff. Pew, pew. Body count. Body counts. John, what do you think the body count of John Wick is? Here's John the Wick thing. 2. John Wick 2. There's no scene of, like, mass destruction, but there is a lot of, there's certainly a lot of death. I'm going to put it I'm going to tell you real quick, it's more than John Wick 1. Of course. Uh, it would have to be. It's a sequel, and it's international yeah. at that. I'm going to say 35. All right, like I said, it's more than John Wick 1. I don't remember what John Wick it was 1 was. It was 77. No. Uh, <laughs> 82. Patrick, what do you think the body count of John Wick Chapter 2 is? Quick clarification. Are Europeans people? They are. Ooh. Technically. Right. Technically speaking. Hold on. Let me... I gotta add... I gotta carry the one, then. Uh, I'm gonna go 112. 112. All right. Playing by Price's Right rules. The winner is... Patrick. Oh. Yeah. 128. Nice. Also, thing to note, when John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum comes out in May... Uh, they the director has already come out and said that the body count will be even higher. Than nice, that. yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping it's we're in the least 200. Yeah. Uh, if they can get into like planet destruction numbers, I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> right. Like right? if it ends with John Wick, it's like a stealth prequel to Star Wars. Like he is the one who fires the Death Star. <laughs> I'll be pretty excited about yeah. it. Uh, so that's gonna take us to our next bullet point: best kill. <laughs> Kill! Patrick, best kill! Um, uh, I'm going to go with a kill from the first scene in the movie, in that opening, getting his car back uh, fight. At one point... Um, oh, don't take mine. Oh, I'm taking it. I'm taking it, because if you're taking one from this, it's got to be the same one. At one point, uh, there's an engineer who's kind of like getting up after having uh, uh, like dodged a car, 
and John Wick power slides. The fender nails the engineer dude and throws him into a steel I-beam, breaking his back in half. It's so satisfying, and it's so well shot. It's just a great kill. That's why Mark was going to pick it, too. Oh, you rat bastard. It's a a great kill. John, best kill. Uh, And take your time. I need to think of a new one. (laughs) Well, I'm also going to go for the, uh, the opening sequence. It starts... So well. Uh, But basically, this is when he is still stealthing through uh, before he has raised any alarms. Uh, One of the uh, drug smugglers stops to have his OSHA-mandated 15-minute smoke break. Of course. Uh, God bless Europe on that one. Right. (laughs) So he he lights his cigarette. John Wick sneaks up from behind him, covers covers the guy's mouth with his hand, which launches his cigarette into (sighs) his throat. throat. He then... Like, turns the guy around, punches him in the crotch, causing him to spit out the cigarette before he finally, like, throws him on the ground and just punches him in the solar plexer, killing him. Yeah. You it is... Took him on. Those are great kills. It is so much death. It's at least three <laughs> different Jaws murders yeah. all oh. inflicted on one person. Um... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now you're stuck with what? Pencil death? Well, you've got, I was going to say, like 119 other deaths. Yeah, right. yeah, but most of them are just like shot to the chest, shot to the face, shot to yeah, the chest, shot to the face. Uh, one of them, he was shot to the heart, and you're too late. Oh, yeah. No, there's that no. great one where he takes the shotgun, and he turns out that he's out of bullets, so he just jams it into the dude's stomach no! and jams it against the wall while he then reloads and then blasts that dude with a belly. God damn, that was a good kill, too. Right, John, was... John, what was your second favorite kill? Oh, God, when he's fighting in the hall of mirrors and the guy literally like jumps on top of him and he shoots the guy who's coming up from the staircase above before hitting the guy who's on top of him right between the eyes and then that guy that was on the top of the stairwell just like falls off and he slams into the ground and the mirror breaks and there's the big like blood spatter out of the back of his head good kill it's a real good Good kill Patrick what other kills did you say (laughs) we're moving on to our next bullet point war crimes War crimes. Patrick, tell me about some war crimes in John Wick Chapter 2. I'm going to go with suggesting to me that there is a silencer in this world that you could just fire 900 times in a crowded room and no one would notice. But Patrick, it's called a silencer. Doesn't it make things silent? I think it makes it harder to tell where the shot came from. That well, then wouldn't it be called like a like a like a a find a, a, a sound thrower? It's a ventriloquist <laughs> for your gun, a oh. guntriloquist. Sure, or a Jeff Gunham. Yeah, and it even is kind of racist a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah. Guns, kind of, kind or of definitely is racist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John, talk about some war crimes in John Wick Chapter 2. Uh, probably that scene in Caddyshack where <laughs> it's at the very end and a guy runs out and he says, Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. A guy. A guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, some fat party animal. That guy gets no respect, can I tell you? Yeah, why would he? Look at him. Never. He's a mook. Uh, uh, Mark, war crimes... Uh, again, I, I think I'm going to have to go with just the existence of the Continental and its network of uh, hitmen worldwide, especially now that we know that there are worldwide Continental locations oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Like, there's probably, like, 
in the suburbs there's like La Quinta Continentals, like yeah. or like <laughs> like a Days Continental. No, there's definitely sure uh, we... like Continental Express. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even like the like the long term like occupancy Continentals. Yeah, where you know you just got divorced and you need like a long term hotel room for a month <laughs> so you can find your home place. Yeah. Or uh, but yeah, just the idea that there's a worldwide underground organization of incredibly wealthy, incredibly skilled. Uh, Hitmen is probably a war crime. I mean, in regular life, we call those Howard Johnsons. Oh. <laughs> you may be thinking, but that's a low-rent motel, and I'm going to remind you, but how did they have Jacques Pepin as their executive chef for that's all those true. years? That's true. Yeah. I've been to some pretty rad hojos right? back in the day. Right? You didn't know that they also accepted Krugerangs. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when I went to New York in high school, the hojos we stayed in had a like New York tourism gift shop. And that is why I bought, like, an unironic FBI shirt. Fuck yeah, federal boob inspector? No, no just unironic. FBI. It just said FBI. And then everyone else is like, let me see the back where it says federal boob inspector. Yeah. And then I turned around and there'd be nothing. And they're like, what kind of nerd just gets a fucking <laughs> FBI shirt? I think the, the term is narc. What kind of narc gets an FBI shirt? Oh, I don't know, Patrick, the kind that's like, Patrick has weed! Patrick Whoa, has weed! No, don't tell anybody! Damn it! <laughs> I gotta eat this real quick. <laughs> Have to <laughs> get to <laughs> Patrick. I got some brownie mix if you want to like just hook it up real nah, quick. You already told the cops I was coming. That's true. He's got to mix it into the chocolate powder real quick just yeah. to down it. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. I got some milk if you want to make like some chocolate Ooh, weed milk. Yeah. You know what? I'll bet you who would work in this and only this situation. You dare you? You could do a lot of situations. Oh, god, no, it's the chocolate flavored water <laughs> beverage. <laughs> yeah, it's chocolate flavored water. John, I remember when uh, when YooHoo tried to put out a chocolate soda. Uh, there is a uh, local to us. Uh, it was made by that company Canfields, based in Elgin. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and they made a diet. It only came in diet. <laughs> diet chocolate fudge soda, and you could only get it at Jewel. And if you drank it when it was warm, it just tasted like glue because of all the <laughs> fake, sure. all the all fake the ingredients. Oh, yeah. yeah, but if you drank it. Ice cold. It tasted like a Tootsie Roll, and it was awesome. Nice. God, that's so great. Yeah, right. It was really good. Science Moving on people. to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is John Wick Chapter 2 an action movie? Yes. Very much so. I I was shocked to learn that it was two hours long. It felt like at most 45 minutes. Yeah, no, it was breezy. Yeah, yeah it trucks. Yeah. yeah, the whole time I'm like, holy, this is like dramatically shorter than Ooh. the first John Wick. But no, it's about, it's longer, I think, by I, a little bit. One of the things that I found myself surprised to enjoy about this movie was the constant like cameos and throwbacks. And there's sure. just a bunch of random people around, but they never like actually hit you over the head with it, so it was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah again, like the first movie. They're really movie, light on exposition. Like the first movie, they're very light on like spoken exposition. Yeah. And a lot of it is just like you're picking it up as it happens, like through actions and like brief exchanges. And it does do a great job of further building out this weird world. Like all of a sudden we have the the army of like operators that work that take all the orders and stuff with their, like, plug-and-play phones and shit yeah, like that. No. Uh, Patrick, is this an action movie? Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Mark, is this an action movie? Uh, definitely an action movie. Uh, I actually prefer John Wick 2 to John Wick 1, although they're both very close to me. Uh, they are both fantastic action movies. Uh, probably two of the best action movies we've had in the last, like, 
fucking 15 years. Yeah. They're fantastic. Absolutely. I love them. So, final reviews of John Wick Chapter 2. John. Uh, five Caddyshacks out of five uh, Baba Yagas. <laughs> Patrick. 126 headshots and two stabs to the heart out of 126 headshots and two stabs to the heart. Mark, one garrot to the mouth out of one garrot to the mouth. Let's not forget when he uses the piano wire, it's not around the guy's neck. He it's puts around it his in mouth, his mouth yeah. to like split place, open yeah. like that side. It gives like him a glass smile. Yeah, it gives yeah, him a little yeah. bit of the old joker. Well, yeah. he wanted to know why he was so serious. Man. Man, I remember the good old days where that was called an Ichi the Killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing it as a Brazilian smile. I always heard it as a Glasgow smile because of all the fucking horrendous gang violence in Scotland. Oh, John, you'll be excited to learn that it exists in Brazil, too. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm pretty sure horrendous gang violence exists everywhere. Oh, Oh, really, Patrick? Even here in the United States? Yeah, even in this very city of Chicago. What? No, no, no. We deputized them. They're all cops now. So nothing they do is illegal. Rock on. (laughs) I just got real sad. (laughs) (laughs) If the news has taught me anything, Chicago is full of police-involved shootings and fake hate crimes. Yeah, boy, I fucking, I love that term. Police-involved, a cop (laughs) shot a person. (laughs) He was involved in shooting that person. Look, I got there, a bullet went at in tremendous speeds, almost breaking the sound barrier, and lodged itself inside the body of a civilian. I don't know what happened. I The other day I saw like a thing on Reddit, and it was like a news story, and it was like, police shoot man with no warrants. Yes. <laughs> and it was yeah. basically just, it's like, so... Innocent man? Yeah, Correct. Yeah. No, no. He just didn't have any current warrants. Right. He oh. wasn't actively guilty in any crimes that we know of yet. But oh. he did have a guilty conscience. And right? that's what counts. This that's is a thing. dark episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other terrifying things you want to talk about before we end this? Yeah, oh, there's some yeah. kind of bacteria taking over Illinois. Correct. Incorrect. It's a fungus. Oh, yeah. Rock on. Is it going to shit alcohol? Because those are my favorite funguses. No. no, it's closely related to MRSA, and there was a MRSA Ooh, outbreak like at my college. One of my least favorite funguses. Yeah, your skin will start to fall off. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. I like the one that's good on pizza, the one that makes me see fancy colors. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that's pretty much all the mushrooms I like, actually. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So that's going to do it for this Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm not sure I should put my legal name on this podcast anymore. Also, and no matter what... Johnny Five. There's a lot of cops in this city. Yeah. And no matter what Mark says, I don't have any weed. Nobody does have cocaine. Damn it! Body Counts and Beer is Patrick the Bad Batch Bromley. John, Quantum is calling Rooney Taylor. And Mark, a happening of monumental proportions, Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days, or pretty much anywhere else you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.